Spotty Bell, Spotty Bell, swinging through Midtown. Oh, what fun to sling a web and take the bad guys down. Spotty Bell, Spotty Bell's quipping all the time. Oh, what fun to swing around New York while fighting crime. Whipping through the streets of New York every night. Wrapping bad guys up in my web so tight. Crawling up the walls, making villains fight. What fun to make the holidays free from crime tonight. Oh, Spider-Bell. Welcome to Wednesday Comics. To my right, AP18 himself. Alex, how you doing? Best song I ever heard. Hello, everybody. I'm doing well. To my right, uh, g Double himself. Garrett, how you doing? Doing good. This was the Comics Podcast. My name is Marvin. This week, as always, our annual Christmas party. Um, I You don't know, usually, ahead of time, go back and look at the archives and figure out which one this is. I believe this is the fifth, because we've been doing this for five years. Yeah. So it's the fifth annual Christmas party. Uh, usually, we're in a restaurant, uh, but uh, today we have, uh, as always... Um, not as always, but as of uh, our last uh, Back Manor uh, show, we uh, got a new intern, so he's here too. Hey, say hello. Where are you all there? I'm here too. All right. So uh, our friend uh, Double B is here with us, and um, Alexa is taking voicemails right now. She has one for us in a second here. But just so you know, we're still in the restaurant, you know? Hey, open that door real quick while you're over there. <laughs> open the door. See, the outside there, we're in a private room today. We've got a heavy door. You can hear them out there right now. But I figured, you know, five years in, uh, maybe we get a fucking private room. You know what I mean? Enough of this bullshit right in the middle of the restaurant. Here, close that, close that door. There we go. So, oh, yeah, that's nice. So that's I, I figured enough of that. Uh, you know, because, you know, every year we do it, some guy like drops a cup like every 10 minutes. So, I mean, <laughs> I'm tired of hearing it. And so, uh, I decided instead we would do that. So, um, can you get us some uh, drinks, a uh, bottle of champagne and I'll take a, a Coke classic. Ooh, I want the biggest mug of beer that you have. Uh, Ooh. did you hear me? Constantly refill that shit. Here we go. Uh, did you hear what I said? He said one beer. Uh, what did you say? Gin and tonic and uh, uh, champagne and uh, uh, Coke Classic while you're at it. All right. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Go ahead and uh, pour that for me right there. By the way, look like the, the best combination of drinks in the world. Really fancy. Christmas free. And dirty water. <laughs> dirty water. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> no, you got, you got better. Excuse me. <laughs> The nectar of the gods. My uh, here, Alex. No, no. Alex, drink some of this. There you go. Drink some of this champagne. You know what? Just take the whole bottle. Sounds like you need it. So, uh, hey, yeah, get that. Uh, Garrett wanted that. Garrett, he, at this restaurant, he only found some uh, natty light in the can. So here you go. Ooh, is it the strawberry lemonade? Or I guess that. No, that's natty light. Isn't it? Oh, he take should. it. I'll take he, it. Okay. He shook it up a little bit, but I think it's just so okay. <laughs> He shook it up. It's all good. Um, there you go. Uh, uh, Alexa, you know, you can always email us uh, at WednesdayComics.com. Email us. I mean, uh, send us a voicemail, or you can always call us 605-215-1849. Even though the second way, the phone number uh, 
is under attack currently uh, by the Russians. And so uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's a vo- actual voicemail or not actual voicemail. So it's better if you just go to WinstonComics.com and click the message button. And uh, we had a digital voicemail come in today, and here it is. And it's going to lead us into our first topic. Hashtag guest host number one coming at you here with today's Spider-Man No Way Home mini review. Oh, I don't even know where to start with this movie. So many fantastic things all at once. Like the beginning, uh, just incredible, just already picking up from far from home. And, oh, you know, I can't even last 20 seconds without saying. Listen, this guy literally says nothing and then goes into spoilers right away. That's, this is the guest host one that we fucking know. He, he needs to tell you. And by the way, I've listened to this already. Look how many spoilers this guy does within like 30 seconds. <laughs> Let me rewind it a little bit and realize he says Let that beginning and then he just he realizes he just has to get into it. That's how that's how this guy is. Here you go. Incredible. Just already picking up from far from home. And, oh, you know, I can't even last 20 seconds without saying spoiler warning. If you haven't seen it, go see it. But here we go. Seeing Charlie Cox's Daredevil, all the villains coming back, Alfred Molina, Doc Ock, and, oh, the coup de grace, the third act, Toby and Andrew coming back, seeing Toby step through. Oh, it almost made me start tearing up right then and there. And that ending. My favorite scene is when all three of them are running through that banister and they jump off and then they ride each other's web and just get yanked and then boom, land on top of the Statue of Liberty. Like just that's almost as as iconic as the Avengers Assemble scene. It was amazing. And just the future of Spider-Man in the MCU is going to be so great. He's independent. He's on his own. He's going to start from scratch that suit. And I'm just so excited for the future of Spider-Man. So definitely go check this out if you haven't. Hashtag guest host one signing off. You know, at the end when he says, go ahead and check this out if you haven't after he told you the whole fucking movie. (laughs) But, uh... (laughs) I like how the first spoiler is just like Charlie Cox and like she's the fucking biggest one. This dude drops it right away. Which that was the biggest one. That was the greatest one. That was like one of the great ones. I I think all the other ones we assumed would be like we know the villains. We knew that the we assumed that all the Spider Men would be in it. But Charlie Cox was a real surprise for me because I was like, nah, there's no way. I think people are just hyping that up. He's actually they're actually not going to bring him in. Um. And then I got home and actually I hadn't watched uh, Daredevil. Daredevil. I haven't watched Hawkeye yet. And uh, who shows up? But a guy that I knew. I saw his fat hand earlier as that uncle. Um, <laughs> he shows up. Which actually, Alex, I remember at the time being like, oh, there's nothing uh, that I'm going off of. And I remember afterwards being like, oh, wait, no, it was that fat hand. I forgot about that hand. Um, what, that, what hand? In the, her, when he's touching the Echoes, girl's cheek. Echoes, yeah. yeah her, her uncle. It's That's oh. Kingpin. Because in the comics, Echo is Kingpin's adopted daughter. So now they're just making it so that's his niece now. So, or I guess adopted kind of niece. Um, because he killed her dad uh, via telling Ronan about where they were to get them whacked for some reason. But anyways, uh, getting back to that. Getting back to that anyways. Uh, uh, let's talk Charlie Cox and see where I up first. Uh, in the movie, very brief, very brief scene. But confirming with that in Hawkeye uh, with uh, um, uh, Vincent DeFario as Kingpin that the uh, at least the Daredevil people will be in the MCU, which I hope they bring uh, uh, Fozzie over. 
Foggy. 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 Excuse me. Yaki Yaki? Foggy Bear. That's what I agree. Like, so we watched that episode of Hawkeye, and that inspired uh, my girlfriend. She had never seen the Daredevil TV show, so now she's watching it. And I watched the first couple episodes with her, and I'm like, you can't bring back. I mean, I'm so glad we got Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Inforio back, like, so well-deserved. Well, please give us Karen and Foggy, too. Please, 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 please. I saw somebody that was like, uh, me never seeing Daredevil going to see Spider-Man, and everybody cheers at that scene, and be like, oh, what's going on? Because <laughs> you wouldn't know who the fuck that is. Be like, oh, okay. But I guess if you know comic-wise, uh, uh, you would know that's Daredevil. You just call me. Oh, Fozzie. Yeah, we did call you. Uh, but actually, I'm in Foggy, <laughs> so get the fuck out of here. Um, uh, so we get Matt Murdock. So the the uh, the joys of Matt Murdock are not lost now. We still get a... Uh, um, we still get to Charlie Cox, uh, the the king of Daredevil, uh, in terms of he's the best at it. And also, I love how um, he acts like he actually is blind uh, when he's not filming. And uh, uh, I, I hope to see it more in a promotional picture. So. Um, beyond that, though, beyond that, and we're going to actually talk about the Spider-Man movie. You guys were talking about it briefly a little bit before we started here. Uh, you want to go again? What do you guys think about it? Um, I thought it was so refreshing after watching that dung heap that was Eternals. Um, but also, you know, when you you always try not to like go through your wish list with a movie because you might get let down. And I swear, anything that you thought of that could happen, it superseded that. Like, you know, I think a lot for a lot. You know, obviously, Tom McGuire for our age group was like the first Spider-Man for us. And then we got some Andrew and then it went right into Tom and seeing Andrew Garfield and Tom, uh, Tobey Maguire, sorry, uh, in the third act was beautiful. And like, I was fully suspecting, like, I was like, Hey, even if we only got the villains from those movies, like that would have been enough of a connection where I'm like, well, at least they had a shot, but you know, it was all speculation going up to the movie that those two would show up. And, oh, my God, they came in and just fucking was the best third act of a movie I've seen in a very long time. Almost all time. By the way, I, I, I'm just assuming okay. that because Guest Host 1 said it, uh, spoiler warning, by the way. So if you're like, oh, oh well, I mean, Guest yeah, Host sorry. 1 already said it all. So, I mean, right. And we, and we dropped Matt Murdock. So Charlie Cox, I'll put it in. Already in too. it. Yeah, just be like, you don't don't listen to this if you haven't seen Spider-Man No Way Home. But I'm assuming that our fan base has at least seen it by this point. Alex, before you get into that, uh, big, uh, Double B wants to tell me something. There's a Jimmy at the door for you, Marvin. Oh. Uh, Jimmy? Is <laughs> he uh, hired by the Russians? Don't <laughs> answer that door. Did they, is it like Winter Soldier? They brought him back? Here, you you guys keep talking about them. We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, choked up about Spider-Man. Alex right dying. <laughs> Jesus, that's the <laughs> just, Oh my gosh, so much Spider-Man in my life. I just... <laughs> Gotta wet my whistle quick. Okay, so I had told Garrett before the show, and I, I, I told my wife, and my... To even say the words was so hard on how much I loved this movie. Uh, my number one Marvel movie for the longest time, at least since it has come out, has been uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. And I saw this No Way Home, and there was nothing that I did not like. There was nothing that disappointed me. 
I loved this movie so much. Action. I, I got teary-eyed a couple times. Um, everything about this movie nailed anything that you may like about Spider-Man, unless you hate Spider-Man, in which case you wouldn't have seen this movie anyway. It was so phenomenal. My only gripe I had, and it's only me being like, I wanted, I wanted a legitimate MCU bad guy to kind of tie it all together. But then my, I was also like, well, this makes total sense. Why would you take any of the new bad guys, put them in this, when we can get this nice, almost refreshing and re, revitalizing Andrew Garfield and Tommy McGuire, Spider-Man, and all those bad guys uh, to have them have a second chance. Spoilers. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I'm back. I took care of it. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you took care of. Um, amazing. This is literally a 10 out of 10 for me. I, I cannot wait to see this movie again. Everything that this movie has in store for the future movies just makes me that much more excited. And uh, I would agree with Hashtag Guest Host 1 that I think the scene of those three web slinging surpasses the Avengers! like whispering assemble i'm like come on disappointment but seeing them do the web slinging together was just pure joy oh god that third act but marvin what did you think of spider-man no way i've been suspiciously quiet this whole time um mainly because i mean i i enjoyed it uh i thought it was good um not to the level that all three of you guys did i thought the first kind of the first act, maybe a little bit into the second act. Um, let's say the first... By the way, movie's too fucking long, by the way. Two and a half hours. No movie needs to be that long. <laughs> but I say I would say about the first hour, maybe hour 20 or something like that, I feel like is messy and kind of takes a while to get its feet because it really gets uh, about Spider-Man's identity and then they do the um, uh, the spell. Doctor Strange does a spell to make everybody forget. And then... Uh, they fight because they don't want, he doesn't want them to send back the bad guys. I think all that is like good. There's good moments in there, but it's kind of like, it's trying to figure out what it wants to be for a while. And then when it kind of, I think when it gets really good is when Peter takes them all out and brings them to uh happy's apartment. I think that till the end, fantastic. Like if, it, if, if the rest of the movie was that kind of level, I feel like it would have been an amazing movie. Um, it's definitely his top five for me. It's not number one, like you guys were saying, or, or 10 out of 10. I mean, it's like a strong nine. Um, but I will say one thing. I cannot be happier that not only is Willem Dafoe brought back, that they destroyed that, that fucking costume <laughs> from the first movie. That is, it hasn't aged well. At the time, I can understand why they wanted to do it. They wanted to sell some toys. But just to have him as a man... And be believable as a Green Goblin, and not only that, but he doesn't need that suit to be strong. And he beat the shit out of Spider-Man in that building, and like in a way that I was like, "This is the Green Goblin you want to see." Like, he he's fast, he's strong. Like that fight scene, maybe one of the best fight scenes in any Marvel movie, any any kind of superhero movie whatsoever. Like when he does the double knees to his fucking Spider-Man's fucking face and knocks him down with like two different stories through two different stories. I was like, this is amazing, this scene. And it really, like, that's the Green Goblin. I think in the first movie, Willem was good as Green Goblin, but, it, like, all the other stuff kind of <laughs> made him kind of campy and kind of made him kind of, like, not as scary. 
And then obviously we got that piece of shit from the Amazing Spider-Man one. But uh, I think this is the, he was fucking terrifying. And for him to be the one to kill Aunt May and kind of make that the Uncle Ben moment, I think is not only warranted, but earned by his performance in that movie. Willem Dafoe is fucking fantastic in that movie. Both coming in and, and seeing like he's tortured and then saying, I want to recover and help you guys. And he plays that up until the right moment and then he does that. He like fucking switches over and he's Green Goblin. And it's terrifying. And you don't need that mask. You just need Willem Dafoe's face. He's got it already. And <laughs> to be fair, I think I think the, the writers of Spider-Man knew and had heard the... Uh, Oh, do a superhero from Weird Al saying that he's way scary without that Power Rangers mask. It's true. He he's got, got that face that only other psychos could love. I think that suit in in the first movie only kind of shows, like, Ellen kind of slows him down and makes him look more rigid. When it's just him, and obviously some of it's CG at this point, but when it's just him uh, and he's fighting Spider-Man, like I was saying before, like you feel how powerful that guy is and you see how fast he is. And he really does seem like a threat. Like he does seem like there's no way that this Peter Parker is going to win because he doesn't have what it takes to go against somebody like this. And he really does feel like the ultimate threat. Even when you get to the last fight, when all three Spider-Man get together, the uh, <clears throat> Peter Parker, Peter Parker and Peter Parker um, get together. By the way, I just want to say the older names because you don't know who they were. And uh, they get together and fight all the villains. Green Goblin's not there because when he shows up at the end, and he's strong enough to take all three of them on himself. And uh, and then uh, obviously uh, succumbs to Tom Holland is a uh, uh, Spider Man, uh, but still is in it and stabs Tobey Maguire in the back. And oh my, did. Did you guys feel the like gasp in your theater when that happened? I was like, no, no. Uh, to me, I was I, like, I, if I it's going to be any of they were going to kill him off. I would have been so mad. And then nicely, you know, he goes, I've been stabbed before. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Not a big deal. I think. But as the, the first time you see like that Toby or that Spider-Man <laughs> legitimately take a hard hit and something that honestly could have killed him if he wasn't Spider-Man. I, do, um, I think it actually, it almost feels like Alex said that in a different version, he dies and they tested it and they were like, oh, no, people get mad if he dies. So we'll just keep him alive. Because really, I mean, beyond that point, he's not going to come back. So, like, you could kill him off if you want to. Um, but I think it's, if it's the movie, better if he lives. Because when he when so at the end here, uh, the uh, MCU Spider-Man really wants to kill Green Goblin because he uh, killed Aunt May. And he had a conversation with Toby's uh, Spider-Man and saying, you know, it's not going to change you. I thought it would and it didn't change me. So the same thing that Andrew Garfield said. Uh, and when he gets to the end, he really is almost about to kill him until Toby steps in. And you can almost see Toby be like, yeah, I know what I know exactly uh, what you feel right now. And he's not going to say I know what you're going through because really he said that in in in. Tom's uh, Spider-Man said, don't say that. You don't know what I'm going through. But at that point, he knows that he knows what he's going through. And he's like, no, it's not worth it. Like he tries, he couldn't save himself and he couldn't save, uh, he couldn't save himself from going down that road and always regretting that moment. And that's him making up for that moment. The same way that Andrew Garfield, when MJ falls and he saves her and he starts crying, 
because he finally saved like he's probably had nightmares upon nightmares and anxiety and been depressed about that moment that Gwen died when he uh, tried to save her. And he finally was able to uh, make up for that moment. And so those two moments uh, alone are, are fantastic in this movie. But I think not only Willem Dafoe, but Andrew Garfield, when he talks about Gwen dying and how it made him darker and he stopped pulling his punches and he's like crying about it. Like, I just don't want that to happen to you. Uh, probably best moment ever in a, an MCU movie. I'll tell you that much right there. So, But uh, like once the, once the other two Spider-Men showed up, and we did get their little bit of a backstory. Uh, it made this movie that much more like real to have these people who have gone through those those struggles, and maybe not the same way that MCU Spider Man has, <laughs> but they've all had their same um, struggle with someone killing someone they love or failing to do something right. Um, it just it made this world feel even more believable, and to know that these Spider Men didn't want to kill their bad guys, that they're going to do whatever they can to reverse what has been happened to them. I mean, what a way to reinvigorate the whole Spider-Man lore to not have everyone die. Yeah. And I, I think that, you know, this is a real Testament, like ironically, you know, everyone has said like, you know, the first Spider-Man, he was Iron Man sidekick. Second one, he was trying to be Iron Man. And like this one, I feel like Tom has like, no, he's Spider-Man. Like, even having two Spider-Man come in, when I left this movie, I was like, oh my god, he is Spider-Man. He is going to do amazing going forward. Not that he hasn't, but I think like he can finally stand on his own say, hey, I'm Spider-Man. Um, and I, <laughs> the team building, like I love in the third act when they're on the, the rafters and they're just like they're like, all right, this is what we're gonna do. We're each gonna take on a villain, and then they find out like, hey, that's shitty. Like it's not working. They come back together and say, we've always been on our own when we're fighting. Like let's work together as a team and let's go after one person. And I was like, this is fucking beautiful. Like to have that decision light and that realization, like, hey, we've never done this with other people before. Like we can only go at one at a time. And like, and I love the scene with Toby and Andrew stretching and doing the back, the back snapping before the battle happens and whatnot. I just like is that. That's why this movie is just so like versatile. You're you're crying at some scenes, you're laughing, you're cheering. Like it felt like being back at like Endgame. I mean, before COVID, and like it kind of took you back to some, you know, some fantasy, some much needed fantasy, and like you know the Spider Men we grew up with and. There was just so much love and, like, support for fans in this movie and, like, so much, like, even for Tom's situation with uh, uh, MJ and Ned, like, you can tell that, like, the end of that movie, like, the emotional weight was there and I'm just, like, I feel for that instead of, like, you know, this movie initially, I was like, oh, I just want to see Toby and Andrew, but I left it going, like, I want to see more of Tom Holland's Spider-Man and those other two, like, I, I think I'm ready, like, I want, I'm all in now, and it's like, it's over of one trilogy, but, man, was this movie just well-crafted, and yeah, and I agree with you, Marvin, Willem Dafoe, I mean, I thought they might try to do the cloth mask, but I'm glad they didn't even go there, because you're right, he's just terrifying on his own, and Doc Ock, like, those moments between the villains and the Spider-Man, like, Andrew and Lizard, and Doc Ock, and Toby Spider, like, just so many beautiful things, and oh my god, it's just so great. Wait, I thought Electro was like Jamie Fox stepped up his Electro. By, yeah, and by I think he, like he acknowledged how shitty the other one was. Like yeah. he's like, 
Thank God it came back better than that. Well, and I enjoyed that moment where they're talking about their battles, that, oh, I fought a, a mechanical rhino dude. Wasn't that big of a deal. And when Toby's telling us that, oh, I fought this black, slimy alien, and they're telling the story about Thanos. Like that was that was fun. Their war stories, and then to find out at the end when you get to your the end trailer scene, how the symbiote actually shows up in the MCU eventually, I imagine, uh, was exciting as well. <laughs> it was kind that. of funny though that like Venom though they're like, oh yeah, Venom and Spider Man are finally gonna meet, and then it's like, eh, fuck you guys. <laughs> I did. Well, I, I laughed. Yeah, I know. This, I laugh at that. So I'm like, that's still cool. Like doing MC's own version of of it will be. I don't know how they would do that at the same time as Sony's, but I I did get super hyped when uh, uh geez, Doctor Strange is losing the the winning battle of sealing all the the rips, and you know mm-hmm. you get to see Rhino, and it's like a legitimate how Rhino should have looked, at least the the outline of it. We got to see Craven. There's a third one. I couldn't tell who it was. Scorpions in there. Was um, this, I didn't see the scorpion one. But I saw Rhino already... and Craven. Is what who I saw. That's it. Okay. I didn't. There's the first one, but I don't know who it was. I thought it was maybe a Carnage or someone else. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I thought the first one that pops up is Craven because he has that his staff, his spear. His, his spear. Okay. Maybe that's mm-hmm. who it was. Anyway, it made me super excited, and a part of me wanted some, and maybe they did. I hope some of those bad guys did make it through. Well, and then they got sent back because they forgot who Peter Parker was. Oh, that's right. They hadn't come through yet. The, the so. question, anyway. hey, I have a question for you guys, by the way. <clears throat> um, the the initial spell said anybody who knew that Spider-Man was Peter Parker or P- Peter Parker was Spider-Man, it brought them all to the MCU universe. <clears throat> and so why did it bring Venom? See, that's the thing. I think they're, they real. I don't know. I think that was somebody I read online because I was, I was trying to figure out why. And somebody said that that's answered in the what if, uh, show that I haven't seen yet. I don't remember the what if part of Venom showing up in that. Dr. Strange does something at the end that would, would make sense why Venom gets brought over. Mm. You know what? I still got to watch it. So I'll watch it. MC. I mean, we did watch What If, but like, uh, so I could see something from the Doctor Strange trailer they did at the very, very end of the movie, which, yeah. hey, that was badass. Like, <laughs> I like, I feel like my love for the MCU has been reinvigorated with this movie and like, just having fun because like, seeing it, like the last time we saw a trailer for a movie was the end of Captain America for Avengers. So they haven't done that in a very long time and I I thought it was fun. I'm like, hell yeah, like bring on Doctor Strange, uh, bring on this trailer and like I even in that trailer you see him use like Doc Oz, Ox claws for one part. I was like, oh, that's pretty sick. Oh he does? Okay. I was I was curious like why they needed to wait until Spider Man was over to show that. Because um, I didn't notice anything from Spider Man in there, but I guess if there was, I, I must have missed it. Like we all knew there was I a multiverse. The, I didn't see the claw or the Doc Ox tentacle, but like we all knew there was a multiverse thing going on and what I mean it's literally in the title so like at first it's only him and Wanda and uh and uh, America Chavez I saw is in the trailer um and so I was like why does this have to like why can't you see this until after you see Spider-Man like what's like what's the big deal but um it does look like more of a horror movie it definitely took took that kind of uh uh take and then Sam Raimi is the one directing it so we get a, a little bit of uh 
uh, reunion of Spider-Man 1. So I thought maybe Spider-Man was going to be in that trailer. And that's why they had to wait to show you that. But I didn't see him. Um, God, what was going to say? I had a question and I forgot. At the end... I, I had one, one caveat that would have made sense. So <laughs> at the end, or the whole thing started with people knowing that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. But why couldn't they just make it where... Where it's more of a specific thing. Why can't not instead of no one knowing who Peter Parker is, why can't he just make it where no one knew that Peter Parker was Spider-Man? Because that's and what he tried to do before. But why couldn't he just accept it and then retell everybody that he's Spider-Man? Like that didn't make sense. He made it way harder than it had to be. Why can't you just go, hey, you I'm have assuming, to tell everyone I'm not Spider-Man, so, and then I'll reinvigorate and tell everyone that I am who I want them to know. I thought the th- same thing. But I wonder if, because that's the way the spell was written the first time, like, he can't redo it. Oh, I suppose he can't. Okay. Maybe that's the, what they... But I don't think they explain it, and if they did, I missed it too, Alex. But that's in my head. That was the canon I made to make that make sense was like, oh, he probably can't redo the same spell again. Because okay. it had been corrupted, and he didn't want to... He can't do it anymore. So, um, I, and that's when he was like, okay, well, then just make everybody forget who I am. Which... I'll tell you something. And, and upon revisit, I, this may jump up more on my my list of MCU movies, and I feel like I really do need to see it again because uh, I forgot to mention the reason why I was concerned about the length of this movie and concerned about the beginning uh, taking a while to figure it out uh, is because I did bring uh, both my boys to this movie, uh, and I was like, you know what? Let's give it a shot. Their first movie: a two year old and a five year old. And I was like, holy shit, this is two and a half hours long. And <laughs> and by the way, like 40 minutes of trailers and commercials. I don't know, like, slow the fuck down. It was 25 minutes for sure, because, like, my movie started at 1030, and I heard a lady come in like, oh, the movie doesn't actually start till 1055. I was like, fuck. I, ours so was like, trailers. ours was at least half an hour, maybe 40 minutes. Because I kept saying, because my oldest kept being like, is it on after this one? I'm like, yeah, it has to be on after this one. And like, it kept fucking going, and it was like, <laughs> it and, he, and he was getting mad, being like, you said it'd be on after this one. I was like, I don't know what the fuck's going on, bro. They never showed this many commercials. <laughs> I even saw a fucking crypto ad for, with Matt Damon in it. What the fuck's that doing in the middle of the trailers? I thought it was dumb well, commercials. I think they're trying to pump it, because obviously this is the biggest movie of the year, like, money-wise. Like, So they're just trying to get everything in that they can. But yeah, I know, it was ridiculous. Oh. I think the one thing for me is this is one of those movies that I don't normally need to see a second movie in the theaters. I've only seen two movies in the theater twice, and it was Dark Knight and Winter Soldier. You know what it sounds like this to me, Pastrella? It sounds like what? to me, uh, Gasos 1 needs to come to town. The four of us it's go to them together. cheap seats, and since it's there, Ooh, and uh, catch a view it. of it. That does sound amazing. Is he coming back? Get to, it? When's he coming back to town? This week? He is, but it's a quick trip, so he'll be back Thursday evening, late, and then he leaves Sunday already. This son of a bitch! He, I know, he, I know. Some some guest host. You know what? Well, I wish else. this movie will come out in March. We'll buy it. Your brother can come down. We'll watch it together. We'll Hell do a live yeah. show together. You know, I wish I could March do a now. spell where I forgot who he is. You know? Oh snap! By the way, in his uh, review, I don't. Know the fu- I think something's wrong with my fucking mic. He keeps peaking or distorting, but it's not peaking. Um, anyways, I'll have to replace it in a second with one of the other ones. But uh, um, what I was gonna say is, in his uh review, 
uh, I don't know. Uh, there's this like YouTube person who reviews fast food. You know who I'm talking about? Uh, no. No, never mind. If anybody knows what I'm talking about out there, that's who he sounded like to me, and it made me laugh. <laughs> but uh, that was him uh, reviewing. Uh, obviously, the his. Uh, you know what? This is coming from a man. First off, we're talking guest host one being the Spider-Man fanatic, being the Spider-Man diehard. From day one, that guy's been red, uh, blue, and black. And uh, But then, Garrett tells us, not reading Spider-Man uh, anymore, and he has to catch up. Well, correction, he has them all now, so he's catching up currently. And then uh, he goes, sees that movie, I bet that boy, he's got the spider blood back in him. Oh, it's, yeah. It's almost like in Spider-Man when he uh, kind of loses his powers because he doesn't believe anymore, and then he gets it back. I think uh, that's what happened with uh, your brother there. Uh, oh, they even talked about that when he was like, you ever lose your wife? <laughs> He's like, well, yeah. I mean, there was one this time. one time. <laughs> Existential crisis. <laughs> that comes out of you? <laughs> you come out of anywhere else? Spider- oh, fuck, I love that third act. God, I just... By the way, I I, I um, need it on Blu-ray so I can just watch it over. Because my my kids were there, I kept having to answer questions. And when he said, make everybody forget Peter Parker, Alex, uh, I didn't actually hear that. And so I thought they were redoing the spell again. So when everybody was ignoring him at first, I was like, what the fuck's going on here? Nobody's going to say hello to this guy? Like, you still know him, right? And then I was (laughs) at the end when he's like, I'm Peter Parker. And she didn't even know what that meant. I was like, oh, okay. They don't know who Peter Parker is. That's what's going on. Which that scene, yeah, that was, scene was heartbreaking. Yeah, but I, I like that they didn't. He We're, didn't stay there longer to to try to get her to understand who he was. He realized she has no idea, and that he just needs to ease it back in. No, no, no. He please. he he looked at her the her forehead where she got hurt from the fight, and said, yeah. "It's better off that she doesn't know me, so she's never in danger again, than me." Telling her who I am, so that's why he said I have to tell her. And he left. He like looked mm-hmm. at her. He's like, got he's got the next movie when he goes up against the Sinister Six of MCU. Who knows? He this, might move on from well, that point. That's the best thing about this movie is that yes, there were there were the three Spider Men. He did fight them on his own for a little bit and got the shit kicked out of him. You know what's funny uh, is what? the constant thing, and I think you even go back in this podcast and hear us talk about it <clears throat> that. They kind of skipped his origin story, but little did we know, the first three movies were his origin story. Now he's back where he's in a place where other Spider-Men usually are during their origin story. And, you know, he went through the whole Uncle Ben, Aunt May thing and then trying to kill the person responsible for it and realizing that with great power, there also must come great responsibility. And uh, he realizes that he can't tell anybody who he is for their safety. So... Yeah, and I, you know, actually, hashtag guess this one has a good theory that this is an opportunity to bring in other, like, Spider-Man characters that are, like, that know Peter Parker, you know. Potentially the MCU's Gwen Stacy or other, just other characters like that. I don't think we're going to lose Ned or uh, MJ, but I feel like uh, there's an opportunity for, you know, like, maybe Miles will come in and some other characters, but, you know. I Uh, Electra talked about it. Yeah, I thought, I thought sure. you were a black Spider-Man. <laughs> and then, man, guys, that last like so that scene in the in the diner, and then like through Tom making his new suit, fuck, was it just great? And like it ended, and I was like, God, I, to your chagrin, I was like, 
I want this to keep going. Like, I want more. And then it's like, well, going to have to wait five to ten years, I guess. Well, not five to ten. Maybe I, five. I do want to say I did uh, uh, want to bring up this piece of news that Kevin Feige said that uh, Sony, Amy, and him and Disney are already in talks and actively developing the next uh, Spider-Man movie because they don't want what to happen in 2019 when they were in discussions whether or not they were going to make another movie together. He says, yes, we're making a movie together and we're already uh, putting it together. I did Good. see that article. That's exciting. That's great. Well, I mean, Spider-Man's going to be one of the biggest names out there until they bring Fantastic Four and the X-Men in. <laughs> Definitely need to get Tom uh, sewn down. You get the five or whatever movies you want to get out of him. And then when you're done with that, then you can move on. But I haven't seen this movie yet. Shut get up. the fuck out of here. You just got it spoiled for you then, Double B. You know, go out there and there's... <laughs> hey, by the way, I took care of something outside that door. You know, Jimmy, you came. Go out there and see what's going on. All right? He went He went bye-bye? Uh, yeah, so I thought it was a, a really enjoyable movie. And uh, I, I need to see it again. I think me... Uh, being distracted by my kids, uh, I think I would love it more if it's all on my own. Uh, I a part of me is excited to show my daughter because my daughter loves is, is into Spider Man right now, but I also know this movie will scare the shit out of her. Hey, you got some years yet. Don't worry. When but you got to do them in Marvin order. So when she's old to it, my three year old can handle it. Yeah, he actually was fine. I, he didn't. None of them found anything scary in that movie. Um, they more were bored with the first hour of it until it actually. You know when they actually started enjoying it is when Green Goblin and, and well, I guess that scene in Happy's apartment when right. Green Goblin turns. That's from that to the end they were really into it, and maybe that might oh, really? that might affect uh, my enjoyment of it too because that's when I started enjoying it. That's yeah. it for me. The enjoyment turned when he was on the bridge and the spider. By the way, they handled spider sense fantastic. Yeah, where he actually has to sit and think about what he's being told by his brain or by his senses that something's wrong. And so he's looking at everybody, and then he finally whips uh, Green Goblin's hand. It it took me a while to get used to the word tingle, though. Like, I was kind of like, tingle, really? Like, it was funny the first time, and I was like, tingle? Just say spider sense. It's okay. Well, I don't know if they can coin that term, so they had to keep calling it. I didn't mind it this much, because it wasn't, <laughs> uh, like, they didn't, they didn't keep making it like a sexual thing like they did in the uh, Far From Home. Um, mm-hmm. your, your tingle. Ooh. No, it was your tingle, whatever. Right. Uh, by the way, I when I watched Green Goblin, essentially, what do you want to call it? Not Tombstone Power Drive Spider-Man, but when he picks him up and then chucks him through like three floors of ground. By the way, I don't know how Green Goblin stood back up after taking that face plant, though. Because <laughs> the way his head is, his head is, is where Spider-Man's head is at. His face is going through the concrete, too. He's got, man, you know, super strength. Yeah, he's insane. That scene, oh gosh, I'm a dying scene was like when she got hit by the glider and got up. I was initially that was almost gonna make me pissed off. I was gonna be like, "There's no fucking way that Aunt May is alive." And like, so I saw her kind of like she's out of breath, whatever. I was like, "All right, I I know this is UMCU, like take care of it." And like she did eventually. I'm not saying I wanted her to die, but I'm like, There's my no Alex, my, my Alex brain kicked in. I was like. That's like a deer in the fucking headlights. Like, you are dead. The fact that you got another two minutes is lucky. Can I say something also about that? (laughs) I was thinking about it in the theater. You just reminded me. Can we just, can we stop with people being like, I'm good and hiding that they're internally bleeding and then they like touch their back and 
their shirts all wet and they're like, oh no, and then they fall over. Like, but the, but the weird thing is that he picked her up and there was never blood on her back until well, she it's laid just down like in the, it's, it's kind of like say, Toby it, too when he got stabbed. There was it's like a common trope blood. that they're like, oh, he actually is hurt and they die. It's like, all right, well, how about they just die from internal bleeding on the way to the hospital? You know, you don't have to show them. I know it's supposed to be dramatic, and this one especially, like you say to Garrett, like, instead of just dying from the, <laughs> the glider thing. They There's were, no way they I can't. They gave it, like, two minutes to to really sell it. Um, but actually, I thought it was really good. Marissa Tomei is a great actress, and I think she did a really good job as that me, and then she killed it in that scene. And uh, mm-hmm. you know what? I think maybe the first person since the comics actually says the line the correct way. With great power, there must also come great responsibility. Because a lot of people just say with great power comes great responsibility. She actually says yeah, well, she, she was young enough to actually learn the line. The original <laughs> Uncle Ben, he was old. <laughs> and then, I did see uh, a picture that uh, showed her from my cousin Vinny with uh, Joe Pesci. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, until someone tells me different, this was Uncle Ben. <laughs> I was like, in this universe. <laughs> I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> Uh, moving on, uh, and it's kind of a connection with it is Hawkeye ends uh, probably when you're hearing this on Wednesday the twenty second, uh, and so we're all caught up with that. And we saw like we said before, like Kingpin is now in that series. So the it's only six episodes. The last episode will be this week, um, and I'm really excited to see what this. Uh, uh, not only what happens, I think Hawkeye might be one of the best, the best Marvel Plus show. Disney Plus. Oh, me. for sure. It's so fun. It's been fun from the start. They're, like You have two great actors. The story is solid, but there's only one thing. I think so far, every Disney Plus show, the last episode is always, always lackluster and doesn't kind of nail it because they kind of like leave it too wide open. And I hope there's some conclusion to Hawkeye, like Jeremy Renner's character at least. And maybe you leave it open for Kate, uh, but... Um, and then leave some threads open, obviously for Kingpin and all that kind of stuff. But so far, I, I don't expect it to be any different than it's been so far, and it's been fantastic so far. Uh, we obviously know. All right, P. Spoilers probably for Hawkeye the comic that. Oh no, wait, Garrett doesn't know that. Right, so I was fucking spoiling. I love it, Alex. You know what I'm talking about. R.I.P. It's coming. Oh yeah, it's coming. Um, but the thing is, that trick shot's not in this one, at least not yet. Uh, so you never know. I know. Yeah, what That's the only thing is I wonder. I mean, the, <laughs> the scope that, um, oh shit, the scope that Kingpin would have has now opened up the the facilities for bringing in any big heavy hitter. Because I, I haven't seen uh, Daredevil three or season three. Oh my god, Bullseye, Alex! I don't know if Bullseye is dead or not, so I don't know if he can come uh. back in. Go but, watch season three of Daredevil. I'm watching Hawkeye. It's God, really, it's you really know good. What? I'm telling you. I'm old. telling you. Best se- besides Hawkeye's run on Disney Plus, best season of superhero television I've ever seen. First so season. I'm I'm one of those people that I'm excited to have the, the the talent and the power that the Kingpin would have to know that one either he's making the the um, Dark Avengers and to know who else he can hire in. To cause trouble for the rest of the city, yeah. And if I'm waiting to find out if he's going to run for mayor, um, yeah, who knows? Originally, when this show started, Alex and we had you asked me if it had the same kind of person running the uh, tracksuit mafia, and I said no, and, and it was Echo instead. Um, 
at first when this was going on, I was like, that's a Daredevil kind of villain. Like, it's weird that it's a Hawkeye one. I understand that he's deaf. But really, uh, it's kind of like, I don't know, I felt kind of lazy that he's deaf, so we got to find somebody else who's deaf to go against them. Or in Daredevil, he's blind and she's deaf. So, like, they obviously use different things. Like, she can see and he can't see. He can only kind of hear. Um, I guess and do his little sonar thing. So, like, it's a nice dynamic because they can do the opposite things. Uh, which now, though, with all this happening, I guess they can fight. So, I, we probably will see that uh, showdown at some point. And uh, it sounds like Kingpin is the one recruiting the Dark Avengers, as I was talking to you guys before, because uh, Kate's mom is the one who ordered the hit, but the person that gave the contract to Yelena was uh, Mrs. Julia Louis-Dreyfus. What's your name in this? Valentina? Um oh. And she's the one who's been recruiting all these uh, villains slash antiheroes so far. And so if she's the one who's talking to them, then obviously if you, you know, go up the line, Kingpin is the the guy who's in charge of it all. So I'm excited to see. Obviously, Echo's probably his Daredevil uh, kind of person. Uh, Yelena, obviously, Black uh, Black Panther, Black Widow. and then we have uh, uh, Mr. Uh, U.S. US agent, agent himself. And uh, anybody else so far? Is that it? Well, if Bull, so, spoil it for me. Is Bullseye dead? No, I'm not going to spoil it for you. Watch it. I, you know what? I don't. I, I would tell you. I don't honestly remember. Okay. Well, not like this. So Bullseye would be the next shoe in for uh, Hawkeye, hmm. or even Ronan. You think they get Kate? She injured. They uh, get Kate. They gonna trick her. Her mom gonna trick her. Well, I guess now she knows her mom is a bad person, so we'll see. Well, they actually obviously are setting up also the uh, Young Avengers because we have Kate, we have Young Loki from that other universe. I saw America Chavez in the Doctor Strange trailer, um, and the twins, uh, Wanda's kids, are were introduced in that series. So all we need is Hulkling, and uh, we're good to go. And he'll he'll show up in Marvel, uh, Captain Marvel. Hulkling, mm-hmm. well, yep, he probably will show up there, and if he doesn't show up there, he'll probably show up in Secret uh, Invasion. So that's what I'm saying. This last episode, I'm going to be upset if it's only like 30, 40 minutes. I'm like, there's a lot to get through, and I'm like, I'm hoping it's not too short. I, I will say that, that the six-episode thing that they kind of set for every one of these series, some of them, yes, it works. But some of them, maybe give it a, another one or two, you know? I would like to have mm-hmm. seen an episode with Kate and and Clint actually just like, you know, some room for them. Remember that scene where they hung out that night and they were having fun together? Like that. More mm-hmm. of that. Um, right. More pizza dog. There's more of that in the I comic. Issue. I thought we were, yeah, I thought we were going to get a silent episode with Pizza Dog, but it didn't happen. So, Well, hey, who's to say, uh, you know, not all of these shows are uh, one and done. So some of them are getting season two. So maybe Hawkeye will get a season two, potentially. Hawkeye and Hawkeye, maybe. Yeah, well, like uh, Loki's getting to season two. Who knows? Is that the only one? Yeah, uh, that's the only one I know of so far. I guess what if huh? is two? I think. I'm pretty sure what if is. Oh, getting what if? Two. Yeah, I bear, I don't. I don't care. Animated doesn't count to me. I'm only thinking live action. Hey, you gotta count it though, because that's what I part know. of the, the dark count. Doc Strange is from. Yeah, it true. doesn't yeah. count to him. Have you seen that hit but Loki also, show? Oh, sorry. The cameo potential, I told these guys, could be Spider-Man. It might not, but it could be. Could be Daredevil. 
That's, I'd like to see Daredevil show up in the I set. would like to see Daredevil as well, but I'm I'd saying like to see him in the background of, running. No way home, Spider-Man's web-slinging in New York in the winter. And last I checked in Hawkeye, it's winter in New York. Yeah, it's Christmas time. so And well, Christmas time. So we know that Matt's in the city then. I would love to see Matt. Yeah. That'd be fun. Maybe in the in background. The costume? Maybe in the background we'll see him run into a door and he'll be like, Sorry guys, I'm blind. I can't see. I'm Matt Murdock. <laughs> Oh my god. I still remember that issue of it, yeah, it wasn't Daredevil. What was it? <laughs> it was uh, uh Vision. Avengers. Vision. Where he's looking at he's not even looking in the right direction. <laughs> she, she's giving a speech and everybody's looking at her and fucking Daredevil's looking to the side. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys read Devil's I can't Reign see number because I'm blind. No. What did you say? Oh, I said did you guys read Devil's Reign number one yet? Not yet, no. I just got Daredevil thirty six today. Yeah, well, yeah, read Devil's be... Reign number one, and you're going to be. If that doesn't get you in the kingpin Daredevil mood for tomorrow, I don't know what will. But it's who's, fucking great. Who's writing Devil Reign or Devil's Reign? Um, uh, Chip and uh, Chichetto's doing the art, so it's Chip okay. and Chichetto. I'll, I'll pick it up because the one I got was um, the Woman with No Fear is the one that I'll be picking up. Dark Reign, Woman with No Fear. Well, that's a spinoff, but this one is the main title, the six-issue event. I'll have to pick it up then at the shop. Yeah, you definitely should. It's incredible. <laughs> it looks like here that uh, Disney Plus uh, releases their episodes at 3 a.m. Eastern, so I will not be watching it before I go to sleep. I thought for a second, <laughs> I was like, if it's midnight Eastern, then that means 11 here. Maybe by the time we're done with this, I can watch it quick. But I was like, nah, bro, no way. Wait, stay up until 2 a.m. I'm going to watch it tomorrow morning before I go to work. Tomorrow. And then also, Damn, guys, before, we, before we transition uh, to our, our next topic here, uh, which, which is going to be a little bit about uh, uh, the winter uh, and winter movies specifically, uh, before we get to that, uh, a little movie on HBO Max tomorrow, Matrix Resurrections. That does come out at midnight, but I'm not going to stay up and watch it because uh, I'm pretty sure that's going to be like five hours long. Uh, so I'm not even going to go there. But I'm very I know I got a full I got a full night tomorrow. I got to watch the last episode of Hawkeye, and I'm watching Matrix. So me too. Uh, be awesome though. Speaking of which, so I was thinking about it. Today is the first day of winter, as they call the uh, what is it, Alex? The winter solstice. Correct. And, and uh, by the way, how's that working out? I heard I see 40 degrees tomorrow. You know, it won't even feel like winter. It's going to feel like spring still. So you know what? Today was cold. Like I was chilly. <laughs> We're going to get like 40 minutes. Sorry. Hang you know on. why, though? Spider-Man again. You know why, though, Alex? Chili today, hot tamale. Shut myself up for that one, not pretending to know that answer. Tomorrow's mm. going to be 37, it looks like. Uh, Christmas Eve, 45. Dang. Mm-hmm. Santa's going to have some hot weather when he's riding those reindeer. Yeah, no such thing as climate change, I heard. Um, by the way, so uh, so I'm thinking, I was thinking about it. It's the first day of winter, and there's winter movies. And I'm not even talking about Christmas. I'm not talking about holiday movies. I'm talking about movies that make you feel like winter. And so I went on the uh, World Wide Web, as they call it. Um, by the way, do you realize that saying World Wide Web is shorter than saying www? That's six syllables versus three. Think about it. Hmm. Um, <laughs> but I was wow. like, so I'm, I said I just typed in the best winter movies, and I found a very credible source. It's a little thing called CountryLiving.com, and. Uh, they have here some winter movies. I just wanted to throw them your guys' way and let me know, does this make you feel like winter? Uh, 
Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. No. Yes. When what? What do you mean doesn't? Most of the movie no. takes place in the winter. It does. When they talk about when, one time. Okay, it's like Christmas time, but hey, it's like when the carriages are going like, and well, it's cold. Not me. I'm Harry Potter. No one likes me. Hey, Shut it, Harry. It makes me feel like winter because all those movies came out like in November. Yeah. One came out in the summer, though. I think. I think it was the last. Didn't one. feel right. So, uh, Frozen, obviously, snow. Frozen makes- one good. Frozen two shit. Mm, the songs in two are really good. I don't know. One doesn't make me think of Christmas or winter. Just kind of makes me think of Sweden. <laughs> I well two though, like two, yes, two music is good, but plot makes zero fucking sense. I've never seen it. My uh son has. Um, but I've never seen it. Um, don't watch it. It'll melt your brain. This one's on the list here, and I wanted to throw it your way, Garrett, because you probably have seen this and Alex probably has, but uh let's not go down that road. Empire Strikes Back. Is that a winter movie? <laughs> yeah, half, maybe. <laughs> what do you say, Alex? No. no. <laughs> But they're on Hoth. Hey, Luke, <laughs> cut this bitch open. Let's live inside it for a day. Yeah, you know, that's not winter. That's It's called it a tauntaun, Alex. Don't, it's called a let's, dead thing now. Let's cut this bitch open. <laughs> <laughs> what about this one, Alex? This is in your, your wheelhouse. 101 Dalmatians. No. Does that make you feel winter? <laughs> that's also not. There's one moment when it's winter. <laughs> when Perdita swims through the icy water to get to the house. And then secondly, when Pongo is cleaning off all the footprints. Yeah, I, it's cold, sure. It doesn't make me think. Uh, I don't know what people think winter feels like. You know what it feels like winter? Alex, like I said, uh, this is a credible site called countryliving.com from Country Living Magazine. All right? Well, I don't know what they're drinking, but it must be hot toddies or something. What about? The one I was thinking of was Snowpiercer. I'm not there. Hold up a second, Alex. Don't get ahead of the game. Uh, the Did Gray with Liam Nielsen. Neeson. Which the, one? The Gray. The wolf oh, the gray is okay. so okay. good. I would that one actually. I would give credit to. It does feel like winter. That's a winter. That movie is so fucking great. Because he, I think he doesn't. He oh, he crashes in Alaska, but still, it's like fucking snowing and winter and cold. So, uh, giant alpha wolf. Yeah. What about this one here? The Chronicles of Narnia. The first one. Yep. Yep. At least the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, because it's all winter the entire time. I will say the next one. Isn't that final battle out in like the summery meadows of sunniness? Yeah, but the the snow's <laughs> melted. There's still some snow caps. Uh, sure. The next one here, Fargo. That really, oh, yeah. that's a winter movie. That makes that's I mean, like, yeah, that's like blood on snow winter <laughs> for sure. That that is also like a winter movie. Like there's like dirty snow in it, and there's a part where he has to scrape his window. Uh, and he gets mad because uh, something else had happened, so he kind of gets frustrated with it. I think that's the only time where winter doesn't look great in a movie because usually it's just like w- bright white snow and they don't show you the dirty snow. But uh, uh, Groundhog's Day. That's on. Never it. seen it. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. What the fuck is wrong with you two? <laughs> Jesus. I do like Bill Murray, though. This one here is going to piss Alex off. Ice Age. <laughs> it's not winter it's the ice age i actually but... don't like ice age i couldn't get through the first movie that's not, that's not winter that's <laughs> the time period in the world's life not the <laughs> season what about this one here the shining yes definitely yeah. 
Yeah, because because you get the infamous meme of they, Jack Nicholson, our gif, like and they the they go out there in the winter to watch it over the winter. So here's Danny. Um, cool runnings. Oh yeah, what? You're fucking insane. Yes, no. it is. It is I, a winter it may be movie. Winter movie. I don't feel like it's winter when I watch it. Well, yeah, also, not the like, first half hour because they're in well, Jamaica. I, to be fair, I was also six when I last saw it, so. Well, you, know. you need to feel the rhythm and feel the rhyme because you're <laughs> fucking up. It's bobsledding time. And uh, <laughs> the last one on this list, actually, Alex, no Snowpiercer on this list. That's a good call there, Snowpiercer. Uh, even though technically not winter, it means the whole world went into a, a forever winter. So I guess technically. They put Ice Age on this fucking list. <laughs> Least of my problems is the apocalyptic snow caps. The uh, Reverend is on this list with uh, Leo getting attacked by that bear. Oh, oh shit. That is too a winter movie. That it is not winter. I, don't, I, don't, I barely even remember. It doesn't have to be winter to freeze to death. There's no snow on the ground. It's winter. Can, yes, there mul- is. Yes, mul- there is. Bear. Come on. You are high. There is snow the entire movie. The poster, I do. there's snow in the poster, so I assume there's snow in the movie. I've seen it, but I yeah. haven't seen it for a while, so. I think I went with you guys to see it. I barely remember there being snow. No, I, I went with my fam. You might have went but with there me, was snow. I went with a bunch of people, but I don't remember who, though. I'm pretty sure you and I went together this morning. That's the thing with me, Alex. Like, if I if they brought me in for questioning and say, "Was Alex with you that night because you got in trouble for something?" I can't. I can't vouch for you. I don't know. I have no alibi because Marvel would stab me in the back unknowingly. Stab me in the back. I got no fucking memory. I don't know who the fuck I went with. To be fair, there's one movie. There's two movies that I know Marvel remembers us seeing together. Uh, the last Avatar. The last Avatar. And uh, where the wild things are. And Beauty and the Beast. I thought that's and Beauty and the Beast, of course. Beauty and the Beast, I only remember because it's seared into my mind we're the only people there. Uh, <laughs> only adults. <laughs> the, the only people not bringing their kids. And the wild things are, you know what? Didn't even remember that. So uh, that one you would have been screwed on. We, we went to Culver's after, whatever. And the <laughs> last airbender, I do remember you going with me for one reason only. Because I was going to walk out of that movie and I said, no, it looks like Alex is enjoying it. <laughs> and then we left. Oh, okay. That, that was we, one of the worst movies I've ever seen. And then we walked out, and I remember telling him, like, I almost left that movie, but I was like, nah, he looks like he's enjoying it. And I remember Alex being like, dude, that movie was horrible. I would have walked out, too. I was like, <laughs> I was like, God damn it. I was like, I should have asked. Um, it was before we were super close. I uh, Yeah, I thought you were really into it, but it really is a, a, a shit movie, so... Uh, the um, next thing here, we're not going to keep score. We're just going to do it by question. Yeah, it is a little bit of a game, but we're going to take it, you know, a nice casual game. We can do it by question to see who wins each one. It's going to be, this is the rules of this game. Every answer is a number, right? And uh, both of you are going to give me a number, and you're going to have a range of 10. Now, whether it's 10 below the what you guessed or 10 above what you guessed, that's what you guys have to pick. So, like, for instance, if I say... How many uh, uh, cows live in Madison, Wisconsin? And Garrett says 650. And that's okay. Up or down? And Garrett says down. So now Garrett's range is 640 to 650. Right? And then let's say Alex says 340. And he goes, I want to do 340 to 350. Um, Then I'll say, okay. So now the choices we have are 340 to 350. Garrett's 650 to 640. Or... Is everybody too high or is everybody too low? So you have four things to pick from, and that's how it'll become multiple choice at the end. Uh, and these are all answers. So 
Um, so the initial thing, just throw out a fucking number and say you want to go up and down. Doesn't mean you have to stick with it. You could always change it. You can actually always pick the other person's uh, answer too if you think that's better. So um, if you, one thing though, let's say you say seven hundred nine, Alex, and you say I want to go up, but Garrett has a seven fifteen. You don't get a full ten. You're only going to get seven hundred nine to seven fifteen. So you're kind of wasting that there. Yep. But if you yep. feel like maybe you're just almost there, you want to do it. That's up to you. So here we go. These are all New Year's trivia. Uh, because New Year's is a holiday I feel like kind of gets ignored. Uh, it's kind of a thing. I know Garrett over here is probably still out there at midnight going hard. Um, <laughs> but my ass is in bed by this. You know what? I might be up. Um, I do the noon, kind of drop the ball, and then I uh, go to sleep. So. <laughs> you wait till 6 o'clock, then I'm going to bed. New Year. Which brings me to our first question. When... Did the New Year's Eve ball first drop in Times Square? So what year? What year? And we're gonna we're gonna alternate. I'll, I'll Garrett, you're gonna go first in this one, and then the next one, Alex, you'll go first. Okay, that way everybody has an equal chance of uh, uh, picking their numbers first. Uh, Garrett, what do you think? What what do you want to go with? 1948. 1948. You want to go down or up? Still goes to me. Yeah, yeah. Tell me, going yeah. up the you need your range. I'm going to go up. So 1948 to 1958 is going to be your range. Alex, what do you want? I want 1985 to 1995. Okay, 85, 95. Uh, So now the four answers that you guys can choose from is Alex's 1985 to 1995. Uh, Garrett's 19, what was yours? 1948. 1948 to 58. Or below 1995. Alex? I am going to go within my range. 1985 to 1995. Yep. Garrett? I'm going to stick with my range, too. You're going to stick with your range, and you both are incorrect. 1907. Dang. But I still would have been wrong if I put below, right? No. No, because it would have been... Then it would have been 1948 to the beginning of time. Oh, okay. I, like, I thought it was only Garrett, ten. You, if it's a if it's a year, you and I just need to agree to go up as high as we can and then drop down. It's <laughs> always be right. That's right. All right, let's go. Speaking of this ball, <laughs> from when the world was created until now, three thousand three. Speaking about this ball, how large is the Times Square New Year's ball in diameter? What's the diameter of that ball, Alex? It in feet. In feet, yeah. <laughs> And feet. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go 60 feet. 60. Up or down? Down. 50 to 60. 50 to 60. Garrett, what do you think? I'm going to go uh, 40 to 50. 40 to 50. Okay, 40, 50, or 50 to 60, uh, or below or above. Garrett, I mean, Alex, what do you want to pick? I'm going to go up. I'm going to go above. Garrett? Above 60. Well, can I only choose below, or I can go the same route as Al? You can do yours range. You can do Garrett's, I mean, Alex's range. You can go above his range, or you can go below yours. Hmm. I'm going to do, I'm going to stick with my range, 40 to 50. Both incorrect again, 12 feet. Well, Dang. It's not that big. So we, so we just picked a fucking. Comment. Man, we're stupid. 
I thought it was a ginormous ball. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I saw that too, and I was like, oh, it's not that big, I guess. Huh. Uh, here you go. How much does that ball weigh? How much does it weigh in pounds? In pounds. Yeah, well, now we know that it's only 12 feet long. It's hollow on the inside. It's not... Garrett, you can go first. I'm going to say... 300 pounds. Do you want to go 2 to 300 or 300 to 400? I'm going to go 2 to 300. Alex? I'm going to go... Um... Zero to a hundred. Okay. Garrett, do you want to stick with yours or do you want to go with Alex's or or above yours? <laughs> Why can't I go, can't you can't I go, go below because I'm at zero. <laughs> no. Because oh. we all could do below the lowest answer. He's at zero. So. Oh. Okay. Well, I, I'm going to stick with my range then. Okay. Alex, what do you want to do? I'm going to stick with my range. Stick with yours. Zero, zero to one hundred. And, yep. uh, Garrett, what was yours again? Uh, 200 to 300. 2 to 300. Uh, the actual weight is 700 pounds. Jeez. Damn. It's a, a small fat boy. <laughs> yeah, say, damn, this bitch is heavy. <laughs> small diameter, very large. <laughs> um, Oh, that was the first one. I, re- I, I did. I say first. I don't think I did. Nope. I uh, just thought we were doing every ball. Was how much that ball weighed every year? How much does it weigh now in pounds? It was seven hundred. The first one was seven hundred. How much does it weigh now? Alex, you can go first. <laughs> zero, zero to one hundred. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go five to six hundred. Five to six hundred. You always want to stick with your ranges, or you want to go any uh, above yards? No, I'm sticking with my range again. I'm sticking with it too. The uh, correct answer is 11,875 pounds. You got to be fucking shitting me. It got bigger, got heavier. I would have been wrong because I was like, I'm going to jack this money up all the way. 6,000 pounds. <laughs> and then I'll choose down. I still would have been wrong. You know why? It's this year that they switched to LED lights. I wonder if those are heavier. Speaking I of which. I figured that like, the construction would be lighter. We've got aluminum. We've got other things now that we can use consistently. I imagine the first one had to be made of steel and glass balls. <laughs> oh my gosh, 11. Speaking of which, out. how many LED modules are on the New Year's Eve ball? Uh, is it my turn or is it Al's? Uh, Garrett, yours. 4,000. Up or down? I'm going to say 4,000 to 5,000. It's four to forty one hundred, but okay. what the fuck? Okay, yeah, it, got cha- it got changed from tens to hundreds to now to hundreds. <laughs> okay, so you gotta stick with the hundreds. All right. Four was to it ten before? Oh you're right, it was ten. You know what it will be a thousand. Four to five thousand. Okay. Uh Alex, what do you what do you want? Six million. <laughs> you mother So you wanna go up or down? I'm gonna go down. Five million to six million. This guy's got a range. Oh. <laughs> you, you cheating son of a bitch. Do you want to stick with your ranges or do you want to go? I'm going to stick with my range. Yeah. Up or down? Can't go up. Yeah, Alex, you want to go above it? You have to Six million to infinity. 
can't even fucking it's, think. It, you God both, damn it. You guys are incorrect. It's 672. Oh, fuck that noise. That's a 1,100-pound baby, and it's only got 600 lights on it. So the original one had 100 light bulbs on it. <laughs> the, I just killed Alex. Yeah, R.I.P. You only got to see Spider-Man once. Oh. The original one had 100 light bulbs on it, and it weighed 700 pounds. Now the LED modules has 672, and it weighs 11,000 pounds. So I think they're they're heavier. Whew. I have 11 hours a long time. Yeah, because you're a cheating son of a bitch. Hello. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. Um, let's try to look for another question here. On average, how many babies are born on January 1st in the United States? On average. Alex, you first. Um, 4,000. Up or down? Up. <clears throat> Garrett? I'm going to go below that. I'll go three to 4,000. Three to four? You guys want to stick with those? You want to change them? Sticking with it. Yeah, I'm going to stick with mine, too. All right. The correct answer is 11,293. <laughs> Thank God the fate of the world is not in our hands. Holy <laughs> I shit. You that may be the worst. I, I think it's so hard to gauge on how any of these answers could possibly be what they are. Jeez. Now, this final question here I'm going to ask you is not a number question, so I just need you guys' guess. Uh, smashing a peppermint version of this animal is considered good luck in New York City. Smashing a peppermint version of this animal? Yeah. Uh, Gary, you I think you're first. Peppermint? Peppermint. What? Yeah. Like the candy. Peppermint version of this animal. Smashing it is considered good luck in New York. Um, a reindeer? Uh, uh, I, I didn't know they made peppermint know. animals. Yeah, same. Um, a llama? What the fuck? <laughs> I don't fucking know. Have you ever seen a peppermint like an animal? No, like, I doubt they're animals. making llamas. The fuck? <laughs> they're not even making llama animal crackers, bro. Find a snake, like a candy cane. <laughs> the correct answer is pig. Pig. What the shit? Doesn't give I any... want a pig peppermint. Doesn't give any explanation, I so I don't know. But I think you parade magazine for that uh, uh, trivia. Um, it. I just realized the reason why nobody celebrates New Year's is because we don't know shit about it. So. <laughs> we celebrate for the booze. I really did think that ball was huge. I thought it was like I thought it was a hundred feet at most, and that would have made sense for the eleven thousand when it's twelve feet wide, and it's a th- eleven thousand pounds. Oh my gosh! What are we stuffing all the dead bodies in there, bro? If that fell off of there, how small it is, it would hit terminal velocity and fucking destroy somebody. Oh, hey, so did you guys ever see? And they'd all be hanging out together. You'd blur eight twenty people. Did you guys see uh, Halloween Kills? I did. Yeah. There's a scene in there, Alex. There's a scene in there where they think that this random old guy is Michael Myers, not the same size, too fat, too old, too slow, 
But somehow they're chasing him. Be like, that's him. He will die tonight. We're going to kill him. So he stops killing people. And he's like, oh, he's like running away. And it's like, motherfucker, you look at the guy for two seconds. You know, he's not Michael Myers. Michael Myers does not run away like that. Anyways, he runs and hides in the hospital, which first off, good eye in place. Um, but then they try to, uh, the uh, main characters uh, uh, in the scene, or in the movie, excuse me, try to save him. So what they do to try to save him, because the mob's going to be a- is after him, they say, hey, go in this hallway. I'll lock both doors so you're locked in this hallway, and you'll be safe in here. And it's like, bro, th- there's glass all around this hallway. <laughs> like, if you walk by, you can see he's in there. <laughs> there's nowhere to hide because it's a fucking hallway. <laughs> you can't hide behind anything. <laughs> so they walk by, and they see his ass right away. They see his ass right away. And he starts freaking out because they come from both sides of the hallway, and they start pounding on the door and trying to break it open. He's like, oh, oh. So he grabs the fire extinguisher, breaks the window, Jumps out of the window because he's so scared. The window, he, that's like second floor or something like that. It, it, if anything, third floor is probably the highest it is. He splatters like they threw fucking ground beef off the of second floor. And his arms Whoa. like fly. And and I was just like, there's no way he he, he hit that hard. <laughs> maybe like, maybe his head, but not his arms flying off. Um and then they all feel bad being like, oh, he wasn't Michael Myers and we're the monsters now. And I was just like, I don't know, I find that hilarious, that scene. But two, like a, what, a two story jumps of what, 30 feet at most? Yeah. Is that I gonna, don't think you explode. His, legs, his uh, body would break. His, literally his arms. Am I lying, Garrett? Literally his arms fly off. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty ridiculous scene. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. But also towards the end. There's a, a pretty also uh, another laughable scene where Michael Myers turns into John Wick and kills like 50 people who surround him. <laughs> I, fuck. <laughs> yeah, he gets he gets yeah, surrounded. He gets gang, he gets gang murdered. Uh, <laughs> but then he's not dead, and he just he, like he gets murdered. he gets beat up and and like sh- and stabbed and stuff like that. And he's like on the floor, and they're like, yeah, I guess he's dead. And you're like, dude, how how many he gonna learn? This guy's not fucking dead. Put a gun to his head and unload a clip. He's going to get back up. And so he gets back up and he turns into fucking John Wick. And he's like, slice, slice, slice. And he's like <laughs> killing people. And some guy runs up to him and tries to shoot him with a pistol. And he like turns it around and shoots him in the face. <laughs> Literally, it's, it's the fastest he's ever been his whole life. <laughs> I, You know what? I know this has nothing to do about comics or anything. But that, that last 10 minutes of that movie sucks ass. Because like... Even the fact that the mom, who's, like, cradling her, her daughter, who was just went through this traumatic event with Michael Myers and, like, stabbed and whatever, she's like, you know what? I'm going to go up to his fucking bedroom where he used to, to look out at night. Um, even though I'm not 100% sure he's dead, I'm hearing people kind of freak out, but I'm going to go in this, this room by myself, face out, and hope I don't get murdered. She's like, I want to see what he sees. And she gets up there and she realizes that she just sees her own reflection. And she's like, oh, and then she, yeah, dies. So, yeah, good story. <laughs> uh, I'm going to send you that if somebody has it on YouTube, that scene of both scenes, and you're going to see how ridiculous this is. And so, this is literally, you know, how in, in Warzone, uh, Punisher Warzone, which is on HBO Max, by the way, Garrett, get on. You should watch oh, it. I can watch it now. Um, when he, she, he punches that guy in the face and it just like smashes in, it's kind of like that. But imagine your, the whole body gets smashed, and then you're like, dude, there's no way. <laughs> like, <laughs> no guy smashes some guy's face like that. Um, 
WednesdayComics.com. That's the website. Uh, we're in this little room here, and uh, Double B left to go take care of something, and he never came back. So I'm not sure what happened there. Um, he might be kidnapped by the Russians. Who knows? Uh, go to WednesdayComics.com and, and subscribe to the show. Also, leave your message there, as uh, guest host one did. And uh, when you're on there, also click on the website button, and you can uh, go and get some merch. Um, make sure also to visit our sponsors, RootsOfTheSwampThing.com and Wednesday, Wednesday, RainbowComicsAndCards.com. Uh, make sure also, oh, guys. Guys, 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 guys. Um, hold on. I have to look something up here really quick. Uh, what do you uh, tell him, uh, Tell Alex a little bit more about uh, the dark, the Daredevil thing real quick, Garrett? Why look something up? The Devil's Rain? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's amazing. And uh, the main villain... Um, I just want you guys to read it. Like, I think if we weren't doing award season and Christmas show, like, it'd be a book we'd be talking about. So I definitely recommend picking it up. Okay. I, I, I'll have to go pick it up. I had to go to the shop <laughs> at some point in time this week to go get my books anyway, because Turtles came out. So, uh, You know, I, I look at every week, and I'm just, like, terrified for when The Last Ronin comes out, because I'm like... That's a good book, but I don't want to spend 13 bucks on an issue right now. <laughs> uh, February. I just put February. my order in for today, so February uh, should be. Out. Or is it, what is it, eight ninety nine or is it twelve ninety nine? Uh, Well, it was eight ninety nine originally. Mm, okay. So. Here we go. Jeez. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for killing time. I did say that I was going to uh, announce my uh, uh, book club book, so I brought it oh. up. And I forgot what it was called for a second, so I had to go look it up. Um, it is on Hoopla. I didn't check if it was on Comicsology Unlimited, which I should check because uh, I would rather read it on there. But let's see here, quick. Jesus Christ, learn how to fucking type, dude. I swear, sometimes the uh, technology just it knows I'm trying to type something. And it's like, yeah, not today, brother. Not today. Um, this is not on Comicsology Unlimited, only on Hoopla, which is fine. Uh, it has four point five stars out of eight hundred forty four reviews. It is from our boy, Jeff Lemire, and Gabriel Walto, also our boy. It's called uh, Sentient. Um, it mm-hmm. is a book he did two years ago uh, for the uh, comic um, label TKO. At that time, two years ago, I remember um, Shane from Supercon mentioned that they were uh, a, a small publisher that was putting out some good stuff, and that was one of the books that I saw that was on there, and it was Jeff Lemire. And I remember at the time uh, picking up the first issue physically, and I just never got around to it. So, you know what? We're going to read it now. Jeff Lemire, uh, Gabriel Walto, uh, those are two people that we both like, uh, all three of us. And so, uh, let's go ahead and uh, read that. It's a space story. I thought this right down Alex's lane, obviously. Um, he loves it. But oh, let me read what it's a little bit about, since uh, we usually do that. Let me read the synopsis. From Eisner Award winning Jeff Lemire and Gabriel Walta, welcome to the USS Montgomery. When a separatist attack kills every adult on board a colony ship in deep space, it's up to Valerie, the onboard AI, to help the ship's children survive. But as they are pursued by dangerous forces, can Valerie become more than she was programmed to be a savior to these children? So there you go. I remember reading that one and talking about it on the show. The issue one? Yeah. Yeah. And then we just never... 
I just never read anymore, so um, we'll get to it. We'll, we'll talk about it full, full, full length there. And that was also, like I said, two years ago, so uh, let's get around to that. So um, anything else? I think that's it. Oh, find us on Twitter at Wednesday Comics, at Garot2188, at the AP Keaton, at uh, Marvin underscore Saguero. Um, let us know what you thought about Spider-Man. Call in, leave that, uh, what you guys thought about it, and uh, I'm interested to hear everybody's opinion. Uh, seems like everybody likes it. So I would be interested to see if anybody didn't like it and why that is. If it's that first hour, it's kind of a little bit all over the place for me. But once again, I had my kids there, which they actually did fairly well for that long a fucking movie. I even told my wife afterwards was like, you know, if we actually brought them to a kid's movie that's like for their age, because this is obviously PG-13, <laughs> that was for their age and, you know, 90 minutes, maybe 80 minutes, I go, they probably do fine because they did fine in that movie. So they got a little restless uh the first hour and then right at the end after um the the big fight and everything like that all the people forgetting peter parker like all that stuff a little restless because they didn't give a shit about peter uh they wanted spider-man uh a little restless but otherwise okay and by the way sticking around for that doctor strange trailer really restless let's go and i was just like no you don't understand you there's something going to be at the end i know it <laughs> this is your old man's favorite uh, superhero. We got to stay. Uh, well, uh, happy holidays to everybody. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Uh, happy Winter Solstice, if you celebrate that also. Uh, happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Anything you see. You know what? All holidays. Celebrate them. Happy, you know? happy. For us, the big fat man is going to come by and bring us some presents. And then Santa will come after Garrett leaves. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, wow, rude. Oh, man, shots I was I was vibing Christmas spirit. By the way, come in and that steal was, my fucking. Sleigh. I didn't start with man. that intention, and then Garrett didn't come drop a deuce on your house. I didn't start with that joke in my head. It just came out, Garrett. I'm, I apologize, hundred percent. You know, sometimes wow. shit. Just, Merry Merry Christmas, you know. guys. Hope you have good friends in your life. You know what? I feel like I'm willing to. Fly. I'm kind of like Green Goblin. I got two people in me, so I can't really help myself. Jesus Christ! I'm like Gollum. Did you see him making a video game that's just Gollum? You play Gollum? I feel like that'd be really boring. Actually, yeah, it does look fucking boring. You know, I think it'd be one of those things where if you actually had the option to always double de- double guess yourself where you could just jump off a cliff and kill yourself because he's just that whacked out, uh, that'd be a worthwhile game. How many ways can you kill Gollum? <laughs> but you are Gollum, so it's like... <laughs> yeah, but it's a game, so you just get to do, like live this life of getting eaten by a spider or eaten by a snake or just you step on a stick wrong, it stabs your foot, you get gangrene, you have to cut your own leg off. Mm-hmm. Worthwhile. Yeah, snakes, you know, maybe crush a, a peppermint pig. Yeah, right. Boom. So... Good luck in New York. <laughs> Happy holidays. My name is Marvin. I'm Alex. I'm Garrett. Happy holidays, everyone. Drive safe and keep turning those pages. Swinging all the way. Oh, what fun it is to fight the bad guys every night. Swinging through the streets on a web of spider silk. Kicking all the butts of villains and their ill.